Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 37, one verse today. And today's title is going to be Follow Jesus in Favor. We are summarizing Jesus' childhood, or not we, the Bible summarizes Jesus' childhood. We're going to do 18 years today of Jesus' life. That is from age 12 to about age 30 or so. And here it is. This is verse 52 from Luke chapter 2. And Jesus increased in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God. And man, kind of four things in that passage. He increased in wisdom. He increased in stature. He increased with favor with God. And he increased with favor with man. So just a couple things. Uh, we talked earlier about Jesus' increase in wisdom, which is a God-given kind of miraculous thing that happens to to us as he's the source of all wisdom. Not going to talk about that today. Stature, that is, he physically grows, he participates in humanity, um, he participates in life. The giving of life, definition of life is something that grows. Not going to talk about that today. He increases with the favor of man. Not going to talk about that today. What I wanted to talk about was increasing in the favor of God. At least that's what my meditation was on. I'm not, I'm just sharing what the Lord has touched my heart with today. And that is increasing in the favor of God. So here's the deal, that Jesus Christ, in these 18 years, increased in favor with God. Now, okay, so how do you get favor from God? Let's talk about how you can't get it. Number one is you can't buy it. You, it's not something that's that's even for sale in that kind of a way. It's not time generated. Like, for example, well, I've been going to this church for 30 years. And it's like, yeah, well, when are you going to start acting like it? Um, or I've been a Christian for this long. He's like, really? Have you increased in favor with God? Or have you decreased in favor with God? And I think that's a, a real possibility for some people. Um, it's not works. It's not like, for example, let's say I memorize the Bible. And if I do it without love, I don't think it increases, uh, you know, the, the favor of God. So the first thing that comes to mind is that it can be done. We can please God. We can please God and didn't really have a total study of it this morning about but things that came to mind is uh, obeying him, listening to him, relating to him. I think that would please him. I think responding, if you see a, a sunrise or some some beautiful animal out and, and you respond, I think that would be uh, favorable. And I think if you revel a bit in creation or granite spires or mountains or people or children... I think that would be a a pleasing thing to him. I think loving him, loving God, and loving man, and loving his church, serving his church, I think all those things can, can please him. So it's not about just knowing about God. Let's say it reminds me of the, the marriage counselor who knows a lot about marriage and conflict resolution and, you know, how to deal with financial strife in a marriage, and then, then you find out they get divorced. It's like, wait a minute. No one no one is one thing, but applying it is the, is the other. 
So my thought today is about, I want to live under the favor of God. And Lord, I wish and I pray and I yearn. I want to grow in your favor. Why? Well, Jesus himself said it's good. Didn't even say it. He showed it. And it's recorded about him that he grew in favor. So it's godly. I'm using a small small g there. It's godly to grow in the favor of God, capital G. So I am grateful. I'm grateful that he favors us in the first place and with our, our collective favor of creation and beauty and the salvation story. And for those of you who are interested, the salvation story starts tomorrow. Come back tomorrow. And then I'm fa- I'm glad that he favors me. I'm grateful that he favors me, that that he's given me awe and emotion. And in a sense, all this is for, for me. And I think about the uh, prosperity gospel. And, you know, maybe you have a financial strain today or your church is in crisis or a loved one is dying or your children are in trouble. And the question is, in all those bad circumstances, can I grow in the favor of God in difficulty? Can I grow in the favor of God? Likely during Jesus's life, he lost his father during this this period of time, these 18 years that we're talking about. So yesterday, Jesus was a good example of submission, and now today he's an example of growing in the favor of God. So I think my response is, first of all, these are not the responses you want. Number one, that it can't be done. Number two, that God doesn't exist and doesn't care and doesn't touch. I think that's a bad response. Uh, Number three, that it's a bad response that there's no such thing as the favor of God because it says that there is. Number four, that it's not accessible to me. I think it's a wrong response to say, oh, well, that was for Jesus, and good luck with that. I'll never, I'll never do that. So I think the right response is that, that, that God exists, that the favor of God exists, that I want the favor of God, that I pursue the favor of God, that I receive it, that I admire it, I value it, I sit under it humbly, And I follow Jesus in it because he's the one that did it in the first place. So my prayer for us is today is whatever you see today, may you increase in the favor of God. Whoever you meet today, may you grow in the favor of God. Whatever situation you find yourself in, may you follow Jesus in favor whatever pain or difficulty you might might encounter. May you increase in the favor of God. Whatever temptation you face, may you grow in his favor. Whatever relational frustration you may have, may you follow Jesus in favor. Whatever imperfection you find in your family or in your church or in your workplace or in your relationships, may you increase in the favor of God. So let's, friends, follow Jesus in the favor of God. I thank you for listening, and I'll see you tomorrow.